Hey everybody, uh, just wanted to take a moment to do a podcast. It's been a while since I posted anything. I haven't really watched any new movies. Hoping to go see the new Spider-Man soon, hopefully. But um, there was a, a few bits of movie news that came out this week so far. And I wanted to share my thoughts. So, you know, I talked about when I very first started the the podcasting that, um, you know, I would, I would have a longer type show where I just talk about a bunch of subjects, you know, sort of just like your general movie topic podcast type thing, you know, um, I had a cask of conversations on my, um, YouTube channel and, and, um, and then I sort of rebranded that and to just being the Bishu 89 podcast or, you know, whatever it was. I think I only did a couple episodes. So that's basically what this is going to be. I'm just going to choose a bunch of topics normally and then just talk about it. Today, we're only going to talk about two topics because I want to keep it sort of short, um, uh, you know, for the first, you know, go around or what you will. But the, but the two I really want to talk about are ones that have me a little bit frustrated. And the, the first one I want to talk about is um, the the newest bit of information to come out about the Flash movie for uh, DC. Because yet again, now for the third time, we've lost directors for this movie. And, you know, Batman is my favorite DC superhero, but right under Batman for me has always been The Flash. I love... Um, you know, specifically when I was a kid, I fell in love with the Wally West Flash. I loved his sarcasm and humor and the way that he was portrayed in the, in the cartoons. Um, you know, again, I try to say this every time I talk about something comic book related. I didn't grow up on comic books like a lot of people did. So a lot of these characters I know just from the cartoons. So that's why you hear me talk about it in that way, um, because I'm unfamiliar with the source material. Um, really, but so for me, it's, it's always been Batman and Flash have been the number one and number two. So, you know, um, I, I, I'm a huge Ezra Miller, Miller fan. You know, my first experience with him as an actor was the perks of being a wallflower. And I think he acted his ass off in that movie. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, and he's been someone that I've sort of followed. I thought he was great in the Fantastic Beasts movies and a few others that I've seen. Um, but, you know, the Justice League Cave movie came out and, well, it was garbage. Um, it wasn't good. Um, but I did like him as the Flash. And I know a lot of people didn't, but I did. I actually really liked what they did with the Flash in the movie, um, my complaint is, and still will always be though, that I think we should have gotten a solo movie before we got Justice League, you know, uh, I'm not going to go into this in depth, but, you know, I've always said if, if it, I think the, the, I know that they were trying to do something different than what the MCU did, but there's a reason why MCU did what it did, and looking at what Endgame just did all the money it's made at the box office you can't really dispute the system 
Um, and there's something to be said about the formula that you sort of have to do when creating a cinematic universe. And so um, I really think it should have been Man of Steel. You do something in between. Um, I would say I, I personally would choose a Batman movie. Um, I personally would choose another movie after Batman as well, but we'll, we'll just we'll just say this for now. We'll say you do Man of Steel, you do Batman, a Batman movie, then you do BBS, okay? Then you do that storyline and plot line. Then you can do the Wonder Woman movie. Then you do a Flash movie. And then the only new character you're introducing in Justice League is Aquaman and Cyborg. That, I think, is the route that they should have gone. You know, give... Not only you give Batman and Superman Foundation. Now, if you really want to know what I really, really want... I would have liked Man of Steel, Batman, Man of Steel 2, BVS, and then, uh, and then, you know, I I would say Flash, but I wouldn't be opposed to 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 uh, Wonder Woman either. I think you can sort of do sort of similar, you know, what you do you did with um, um, Justice League, just better. Um, because I think one of the biggest problems with that movie also was no Superman. And and BVS, we barely got Superman. And it's a movie called Batman vs. Superman. When really it should have been called Entering Batman. Um, so, so yeah, you know, the, the Flash. You know, I really enjoyed Ezra Miller's Flash. But given their reputation... And look, walking into Aquaman, I was for sure thought that I would not like it. From a lot of the things that I had heard. Which is weird for me to say because, as I've stated before in various places, a movie has to be really god-awfully bad for me to say it's a bad movie. And I actually just recently watched one of those movies. And I will talk about it um, pretty soon coming up. So be on the lookout for that. But, you know, I am always someone who is venturing on the side of, you know, trying to find the silver lining, you know, so to speak. But there just, there just wasn't that in Justice League. Justice League was a huge disappointment. So, so now we've lost a third set of directors and now we have Andy Muschietti coming on board to direct Flash. Also, after Ezra going off to try to write a script for the movie, and that got shut down too. Uh, here, here's the thing. I really like this idea in theory, because it chapter one is my favorite movie of all time. Not just horror movie of all time, but it is literally my number one favorite movie of all time. Uh, it just hit all the notes for me. It, it that the movie literally hits every checkbox for me and what I look for in in movies, you know. Um, and I think chapter two could po- like looks like it could even possibly be better than chapter one. So 
you know, and, I, and, I, and I've seen Mama as well, but Mama and It Chapter One are really the only mo- movies of his that I've seen. I know he's done some smaller stuff, but I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen those. But okay, you're getting a good director to come on board, and you're, I forget who is working on the script, but they're they're decent, you know, script script writers. So I'm like, okay, you know, I like I can I can get behind board, but you know i i'm i'm pretty sure though too that ezra miller is not going to be flash anymore because you know the whole thing about him trying to do his own script was like a last ditch effort to uh stay on the project because he didn't like where it was going so here's my thing i don't know where the studio is on all of this and honestly at this point i don't really care um but get rid of him and and that really bothers me to say i mean it's like we got one outing and a scene in suicide squad cool but honestly it's not worth it you know if he's going to be this difficult if he doesn't understand his place as an actor like there should have been no i mean i like on one hand i like the idea that warner brothers was willing to think outside the box and give him a shot to write a script because you never know sometimes you do something like that and it come comes back and you're like holy cow this this is amazing yes let's do this but let's be honest most of the time when studios do that it's mostly a fail and this just goes to show that like no, you've got to trust in your director. You've got to trust in your team. If the actor is being difficult or doesn't want to get on board, then get rid of him. Like, you know, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not going to pull up his IMDb right, right now to look and see, but, you know, it's like, what exactly is Ezra Miller doing right now? You know, it's like he's doing the Fantastic Beasts movies, but is he doing really anything else? Like, I don't think so, you know? So it's like... I mean, hey, if he want to lose, if he wants to lose out an opportunity, to, you know, acting this way, then get rid of him. Because you know, going back to the beginning of the conversation, it's like Flash really is a hero that I I love. He's my second favorite in the DC universe, and we haven't seen him on screen hardly at all. So let's let's do this right. It's this is really frustrating, and I think it goes to show how disjointed the Warner Brothers system is. I mean, I think I think the nail was in the coffin with that when we saw what happened with the Swamp Thing TV show because I haven't been interested in any of the DC shows that they announced. But when Swamp Thing was announced, I was like, you know, if I had the money, that's 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 what would have you know that's what would have uh, gotten me to pay for it was Swamp Thing. But it's like the first episode doesn't even come out, and they're like, yeah, it's canceled. So it's like, okay, great. So I'm going to watch a season of a show, you know, maybe eight, 13 episodes. And then that's it. Why? It's like, why am I going to buy into something that I know is already dead? You know, this isn't a situation like the Netflix Marvel stuff because we were already a season or two seasons in on some of these characters. So, you know, I don't mind going and watching Jessica Jones season three because I've already bought into the character. But I'm not going to buy into a character that I haven't seen yet when I know it's not going anywhere. It's like, of course people aren't 
going to be interested in that. So, I'm crossing my fingers on this. I'm hoping the Flash movie actually happens one day, but it probably won't. But one can only hope. Subject number two. So, news also came out uh, on the Disney side of things that Melissa McCarthy is in talks to be playing Ursula in the live-action version of The Little Mermaid. And, who, buddy, I do not like this. I do not like this idea. Um, I extremely disagree with those who think she's a good fit for this. Now, before I go any further, let me explain a few things. One, very shortly, Ursula is my favorite Disney villain. So, we're just going to start there. But, number two, this is not me saying that I don't think Melissa McCarthy isn't a good actress. Because she's actually one of my favorite people in the business right now. Um, I love The Heat. I really loved... um, I forget the name of it. It's escaping me. But the movie she did with Jason Bateman, uh, Identity Thief. I really thought that was funny. I loved Spy. I really enjoyed... um, you know, I, I mean, I was a fan of her before she really even got big, okay? Like, I remember when she was on Gilmore Girls. I loved her as Suki on, or Suki on, uh, on Gilmore Girls. I just, I loved her. She's, she's amazing. Um, so this is not me, like, being harsh on Melissa McCarthy, because this is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying, I guess, is there is nothing that she's done in her career right now to suggest that she'd be good or bad in this role. Um, because she she hasn't done anything like this new Hell's or the new this new movie about Hell's Kitchen, um, the movie The Kitchen that she's going to be in with a bunch of other actresses where they're the, the wives of these mob bosses. Th- this is going to be the first, like, movie that she does where she plays any kind of sort of villainous or underhanded type role. Um, her movies have, like, she did do um, the movie where she was nominated for an Oscar, which I still need to see I haven't seen. But even that, I don't think you're going to get hints of Ursula from. You, you can get that she can do dramatic stuff, but we've seen her do dramatic stuff in the past. That is not the issue. The issue is, can she be evil? Can she be what Ursula is? So I was having a conversation about this with someone the other day, and this is what I said. You know, number one, Ursula was... Ursula, to me, is a very sassy character. And the character was actually um, based on a drag queen, a famous drag queen at the time. Um, She is not a funny character. She's sassy, but she's not funny. There's a huge difference between those two things. And... um, and you know, even in the in the in the animated movie, we really don't get to see her a lot. You cannot tell me from 
the origins that we know this character from that Melissa McCarthy would be good for this. Um, can, can she sing well? Absolutely. But she's not evil. You need somebody that has that gravitas to them, someone who has that sensibility. You know, uh, after the news came out, I went on YouTube and I just started watching a bunch of different videos of people singing Poor Unfortunate Souls and, and, and these different versions and everything. And every, nearly every single one, even even the ones that I didn't really like as well, every single video that I watched literally reminded me of this fact and how unfitted for the role she is. Because here's the thing, I would be completely willing to say that I'm wrong if it wasn't clearly obvious that other people see in this character what I see. You know what I mean? Like when you have people that are doing the same exact sort of like hand movements, when they're on stage singing Poor Unfortunate Souls, when when they all have the same attitude. There wasn't one video, and I watched about 10 different videos of people singing this song, whether they were in a studio or in their home singing or they were on stage at a live performance, it didn't matter. They all exuded the same type of feel, which goes to show to me that, you know, most people are all on the same page when it comes to this. And actually, my favorite video was of the drag queen Ginger Minj singing Poor Unfortunate Souls. You can find the video on YouTube if you have it. I think she just blows it out of the water. Uh, but there's no way that Disney is going to cast a drag queen as um, as Ursula. It's just not going to happen. I would love it if it happened because literally I think it was perfection. Um, and I don't care whether or not uh, she can act or not. She can get lessons, okay? Because she's got the voice and the demeanor, okay? So that's who I want. But if we're going to talk about somebody that's already well-known, like... The, the, some, the first person who has always come to mind for this role is Patti LuPone. And it, and it especially came to me after seeing her in season two and three of Penny Dreadful. Especially season two. Basically, the only differences between... I mean, I mean okay, there are a lot of differences because she's not a sea witch. She's just a regular witch. And she's not Ursula. When you watch her character in Pity Dreadful in season two, there is a lot of similarities in the uh, demeanor and the acting and, and all of that. And knowing how well of a singer she is, seeing her in um, Stephen Sondheim's company, um, like, I just think Patti Lapone is just the perfect candidate for this character. She has the sass. She has the, the ability to come off a little sketchy, you know, and um, self-indulgent and all of this different stuff, you know. And you really need that in whoever's going to be playing this role. Melissa McCarthy is not that. Is not that. And then it wasn't even like a day later that they announced that they were looking at Jacob Tremblay to do the voice of Flounder, which, hey, I'm all on board for that. But then they announced Aquafina to do the voice of Scuttle. And I'm like, who the hell thinks of this shit? Like, 
probably the same person who thought Melissa McCarthy would be a good Ursula. That's probably who. But it's like, just no. The perfect scuttle is Wayne Knight. We just know it is. You don't question it. If you're doing a live action Little Mermaid, you gotta get Wayne Knight, okay? Um, but seriously, going back to the whole Ursula thing, she is my favorite Disney villain. She always has been. I just, I love everything about her. Like, I just, I get her on every level. And I really hope that they don't go with Melissa for this role. Um, because the perfect example that I will say is, I'll, I'll, I won't forget when the announcement came out that Will Smith had gotten the role for Genie. There was nothing in that casting that made me go, I don't understand this. There was a part of me that was like, basically my initial thoughts when, when it came out was, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's a good choice. Because I was always looking at it from the, um, from the perspective of trying to do something similar to what Williams did but be different enough. So, like, the first person who came to my mind was somebody like Steve Martin. Because Steve Martin has a has that very classic sense of humor. But he can also really make a character his own. And he sort of comes from a very similar background as Robin did. But when they announced Will, I was like, you know, that's not a bad cast. He's got the music background. And, you know, even though it's been a while since he's done something more um, comedic, he can do it. I mean, look at the stuff he was doing on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Look at the humor beats and and the Men in Black films. You know, like, okay, all right, sure. You know, let's, let's see what he did. Whereas everybody else was like, ooh, God, no, Will Smith, are you kidding me? Ooh, gross, why? Why is this casting? I never saw it that way, like... Like, I understand why they went with him, because for that character of the genie, he was the perfect blend of music and comedy, but Will Smith is also the kind of person that can make a character his own. And then, you know, that first trailer came out, and no, the effects weren't necessarily completely done yet, and I'll be the first one to say, yeah, the animation looked off but I saw the potential in it which is why I was never as disgusted by it as a lot of people they were like oh god see this is a bad choice whereas I didn't use it as a way to say oh see Will Smith is a bad choice you shouldn't have done that I just looked at it as oh well see you probably shouldn't have released this trailer until the effects were more finished you know you should have kept that shot in your back pocket for you know, later on. But, and then, you know, and then I went and saw the movie, and, like, you know, 90% of people that I talk to that go and, that have gone and seen Aladdin, love it. I've only talked to a few people that have gone and seen it and said that they didn't like it. Every, every other person that I've talked to just was like, I did not expect this to be as good as it was, but holy crap, they did it. It was a great movie. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? And so, 
you know, I am okay with out of the box or, you know, like type, you know, type casting or, you know, people that you might not necessarily think of, you know, because Will Smith wasn't even in my top five ideas for the genie when the idea of doing a live action Aladdin came on. You know, I was thinking of Steve Martin, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, actually, Weird Al was my first choice, you know, but I, I, I never thought that Weird Al would, would do something like this, nor did I think that Disney would actually, like, reach out to him. But he was the first person that I thought of uh, because, you know, Al has a lot of heart and a lot of, you know, I don't want to say, like, love within him, but he's a really cool, like, human being. He's got He's got the zaniness, like the GD does and he can sing so um you know so it's like I I you know but I never thought they would go with it whereas you know Will Smith made made sense so like you know I I want people who listen to this to understand I'm not saying I'm against Melissa McCarthy because she doesn't make sense to me I'm saying it because it, I'm saying she doesn't make sense because she doesn't make sense to me and there's nothing to back up why you would choose her for this role, you know? Because um, when I look at her acting past, there's nothing that sparks in me, oh, she can do this, you know? Um, and again, I'm not saying she can't, okay? Because I'm going to be the same way with her that I am with Will Smith. Prove me wrong, okay? Prove me wrong. Because that will be the first person coming out of The Little Mermaid if she ends up getting the part and and say, despite how the rest of the movie goes, because who knows, you could do The Little Mermaid and the whole movie just sucks. But my point is, she could be cast into this role and I come out of the movie and be like, holy shit, she did it. And I'll be the first one going, hey guys, holy shit, she did it. She was fantastic as Ursula. But you can't expect me to get on board with this when there, when it does not make sense. This casting does not make sense. Okay? The one out of the three rumored possibilities of casting that have come out, the only one that makes sense is Jacob Tremblay as Flounder. Because you need that youthful, young quality, that innocent. And Jacob Tremblay has shown that in every single movie that this kid has done. That... I will get behind, two thumbs up, stick with him, don't lose him. That I understand. But Aquafina Scuttle, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, what are you talking about? What, what are you doing? What are you doing with this movie? You know? It's like I was telling some friends the other day, it's like, I feel like with this casting, they're going back to the days of casting like Alice in Wonderland when they did that or Maleficent it's like no 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 don't don't go back to that okay because look Angelina Jolie is the perfect Maleficent but that movie could have been better could have been better and see that just goes right there like everybody was like oh really that's so on the nose Angelina Jolie is Maleficent and then most of us went and saw it and we're like, yeah, you bet your ass Angelina Jolie is Maleficent. She was great. She wasn't the thing that was bad about this movie. She acted her butt off in this movie. It was fantastic. But the movie sucks. 
Um, you know, so I just I hope they're not getting back into the old way of casting live action Disney movies because every time they do that, the movie fails and it pales in, a, in comparison. You know, the only movie that is in the middle that rides both sides is Peach Dragon. You know, because I really liked Peach Dragon, but it's not a movie that they should ever have redone. And I completely understand why so many people didn't like it. You know, I get it. I thought it was charming. I thought it was a very simple, fun Disney movie. But again, Disney can't go back and do this thing because you look at the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. This movie was barely in theaters. And, you know, it just like a month ago, it was dropped on Netflix. It's like, oh, well, okay, cool. You know, and I haven't watched it yet because I heard the movie was bad. You know? Now, I also heard The Wrinkle Wrinkle in Time was bad, too, and I watched that, and I enjoyed that one for the most part. But, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just like, I hope... I hope Disney is not gonna go with Melissa. However, if they do decide to go with McCarthy, I'm I'm gonna give her the same chance that I gave Will as the genie. I'm, I'm going to say, once the official casting has come out and we have our Little Mermaid cast, I'll go, alright, I'll give in to the trailer. Show me some visuals. Let me see what we're working with. We'll go from there. Because the genie is one of the most iconic characters in Disney ever. Villains or heroes. And they got him right with Will Smith. I don't care what anyone says, I will defend... Smith's portrayal as the genie until the day that I die. He did a fabulous job with that. So if they can do that, then for all I know, maybe McCarthy did prove herself to them. You know? Maybe the Disney execs were the same as I am. Oh, McCarthy wants this role? You know? Like, I mean, okay, let's let's see what she's got. And maybe it is one of those things where they went, holy crap. Yeah, okay, you've got the part. You know, for all I know, that could have happened. And if it did, then I'm all I can do is just sit here and wait until we have some visuals that back that up. Because there's going to be, um, this is already longer than I wanted it to be, so I apologize. But I want I do want to say this though, because I was also talking about this. One of the same friends that I was talking about this casting news with was I was like, you know, I was thinking about the Little Mermaid storyline. And I was like, they're going to have to add a bunch of stuff to this movie. Because there's really not that many songs. You've got Part of Your World, Under the Sea, Part of Fortunate Souls, and Kiss the Girl. you got four songs. That's it. Okay. You barely see Ursula in the movie. You know, you have one little shadowy scene where she's hiding and she's talking to the eels. Then you have the whole scene with Part of Fortunate Souls. And then you have the big thing that happens at the end of the movie. So they're going to have to give McCarthy more to do. But then Ariel doesn't really talk that much in the movie. And Eric isn't in the movie a whole lot. What exactly are they going to do with this movie? Because they they're, they're, they are going to have to add a bunch of shit. And, and look, you know, people were talking about the fact that Jasmine didn't have a whole lot to do in the original Aladdin movie. 
So, you know, they gave her her new song, Speechless, in the new Aladdin, and all the stuff that, all the other stuff they do with her in the movie. So if they're doing that with Jasmine, Ariel is the lead character in The Little Mermaid, so you can't tell me they're not going to update that as well. And it's needed. It is needed. So, I, I am still on the side of being more excited than, than not excited for The Little Mermaid. I'm I am 60/40 at this point. I'm 60% excited, 40% worried. Um you know, they nailed Cinderella, they nailed the Jungle Book. Beauty and the Beast was okay. Uh Beauty and the Beast is my favorite Disney movie, so I was a little disappointed with that one with some of the stuff, but it's still a win. It's not as clear of a win as Cinderella or Jungle Book, but it was a win. And then they did a lot. So, you know, they're... So far, let's see. Jungle Book, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. They're three for four. They're three for four right now, I would say. So, okay. All right. You know, let's let's see what happens, you know. Hopefully they keep on the streak of doing it well. Then, then not, you know... Um, because look, my top three favorite Disney movies are Beauty and the Beast, um, The Little Mermaid, and Aladdin. They've done two of them. Little Mermaid will be the the last one in my in my trilogy of Disney movies. Um, you know, it, to round up my top five, I would add Lion King and Peter Pan, which we're getting Lion King this summer, which I think looks phenomenal, and. I hope Disney does their own version of Peter Pan because all these other companies that are trying to do it just have failed and it's about time Disney gives it a shot and actually puts people in their place because I think Disney will do Peter Pan phenomenally. So that's what I'm hoping for. So, you know, what do you guys think of the of the Flash news? What do you guys think of Melissa McCarthy possibly playing Ursula? It's a lot to take in. Especially if you're a movie fan, a huge movie fan like I am. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, we'll see. Right now, I will say, I have more faith in Andy Muschietti. Actually, not whether he does a good job on the movie, but actually getting the script. um, Or getting the job for The Flash. More than I have faith that Melissa McCarthy will do a good job as Ursula. Um... Or get the role. Um, I think she's great that she's somebody that they're that they're looking at, but I, I really do hope that they go with somebody else. So that's sort of where I'm at with all of this. Feel free to tweet at me. Let me know what you think at bshu89, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.